Hey. Hey. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> hey. You said, let me start this one. And then you're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I started it. You did start it, yes. Yeah. It has been started. <laughs> we are started. Welcome to the yeah. Getting Lost With You podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Should we start doing one of those uh, crazy intros like some podcasters do? I didn't take my nose squirts today. I just realized. So my nose is all on my, I'm all stuffy. Okay. That was, <laughs> no, it was that one of those crazy intros you were talking breathing, about? I was just breathing was all I was doing. <laughs> That's okay. me breathing. No, no, stop I'm so that. stuffy all the time. So I normally take my nose squirts and it opens me up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so grandpa-ish. I don't know. Take them the nose parts. I don't know what else to call them. A nasal spray, I guess. Yes, that's what it's called. That doesn't sound near as good as nose squirts. So. Oh, my goodness. Back to nose squirts. That's no. where I am. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> I have no idea. You said something about those crazy intros that some people have. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like. Uh, last week we were, you know, part of uh, a different podcast. Well, it didn't really get recorded because they had issues, but yeah, um, oh, yeah, this really great but when he came intro on, he's and... like, Hey, podcast listeners and friends, welcome to the crazy, wacky, woo, 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 you know, kind of stuff, like radio yeah. DJ kind of stuff. And he had this really great description of his co-host. You never have a great description of your co-host. Maybe you should start doing that. No, because that would take us to a whole different rating. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're already there. at explicit. What's next? Can't go there, baby cakes. Oh, Can't God. go there. Okay. No squirter. And no squirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's yeah. just stay away. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think that really is uh, is going to get me anywhere with okay, you. Okay, let's talk Talking about, about no what we're squirts. drinking because I'm We're not... drinking very different things today. Yeah. What yeah. are you drinking? I am drinking a glass of Syrah, Jack Syrah from Savaya Cellars. It's yeah. their low-end, you know, yeah. bottom shelf... Um, Syrah, it's not my favorite of theirs. I like their higher-end <laughs> Syrah, which is really good. Uh, it's about 40 bucks a bottle, though, so yeah, this I don't is get their, that one. This is their 15-ish dollar, Yeah, maybe even 12 in some, at Costco. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can get this one at Costco, but it's. I don't think it's Compared a good Compared with their, you know, $45, $50 bottle. Yeah I, yeah, I don't feel like it's a good representation of how good their Syrah actually is. Um, no, you said it's not your favorite. I say, I don't care for it. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I mean, well, I prefer it over like a Merlot or something, but, yeah. and I've had worse Syrahs. There's, there's one, um, you see at Costco all the time, it's got kind of this fat bottom shape and it has elephants on it. Oh my God, don't buy it. I it's awful. <laughs> that Queen song going through my mind now. <laughs> What's that? Fat bottom wine bottles make the rock and roll go round. It's fat bottom girls, but. <laughs> oh, okay. But, wow. Come on. No, I just it didn't even register in my head, so. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, so you're drinking Syrah wine, which uh, Syrah is, is usually your go-to favorite yeah. wine. Yeah. Um, and you've become quite the Syrah connoisseur. Um. And, it's more like snob. 
a snob. Yes, I like the expensive ones. <laughs> I don't know. We've had some that we think are pretty great that aren't all that expensive. Right, but I definitely can, you know, tell the difference. But you definitely really like Savaya Sellers premium uh, yeah. I mean, that is I way am, more than yeah. their jack. There, yeah. There's something really special about the Walla Walla uh, wineries, yeah, um, because those the Syrahs are the come from grapes that are planted in the certain type of soil there. It's the like the is, volcanic soil or something like that, which is actually in Oregon. So they're actually grown in Oregon, <laughs> right over the border there at <laughs> Walla Walla, right. and um, and then they're um, across the river. Yeah, yeah, um, which is kind of funny. Yeah, so we actually got to go to their vineyard and see where those grapes yeah. were and taste wine out of the barrel and. You know, you do that. You're just kind of ruined. <laughs> you become a snob. Yeah. But yeah. I, because of that experience, I did learn to, um, you know, just kind of sip wine and take it in. Kind of like we we do yeah. with coffee where we just really, mm-hmm. like, experience the different layers of it, of the flavor. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's my fave. And speaking of, you know kind of cheap things well this actually isn't necessarily cheap but i'm drinking a bloody mary out of a can <laughs> so, yeah but it's actually pretty <laughs> but it's good. really good i like yeah. it a lot yeah so this is the uh uh what are they what's it pilot house distilling mm-hmm. and yes it's this a- is their they call it their astoria mary because yeah. it's in astoria oregon is where the the distillery is yeah and they do a, they have a, they sell their Bloody Mary mix, but then they do a pre-made canned Bloody Mary, and it is bloody good. Oh, you <laughs> like how I did that there? Yeah. So cheers, cheers. to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to our very different drinks here. So I have to just talk about the Bloody Mary that you made when I we were in Seattle. I just about spilled mine. Um, <laughs> we had, <laughs> we had uh, Mark and Christy um, hanging out with us um, when we just kind of all had some fun in Seattle. And right. And uh, you were making drinks for everybody, and she, you mentioned that you could make a Bloody Mary. And she's like, oh, that sounds great. <laughs> so you made what I now call a charcuterie board Bloody Mary. <laughs> yes. And you took one of our barbecue skewers, yeah, really long, in this short glass. <laughs> really short glass. <laughs> and you had, uh, you had salami. Charcuterie. Yeah, you had salami and cheese and pepperoncini and... Tomatoes, tomatoes, more salami, yeah, different cheese. It was like a shish kebab char- was charcuterie, charcuterie board. Charcuterie, yeah, margarita. But it no, to- not margarita. Bloody Mary. <laughs> Bloody Mary. It totally worked too. It, it was did. all the right flavors. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. She said she loved it, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so where are we? Speaking of, you know, that was in Seattle. Uh, we are not in Seattle. Yeah. We When we last recorded, we were uh, up on a hilltop, kind of away from everyone and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and we decided to make a little shift for a little bit of time. So where are we? Yeah, um, we, we came south down the coast. Um, we are in... Is it Neelam Bay? Yeah. I never know how to quite say it. I think that's the right it. way to say it, yeah. Um, we're actually at the state campground, um, so we can get to the... the state to, park. Yeah. yeah um, we can get to the beach from here. Um, but it's a really nice campground. Um, yeah. And we were really lucky to get a spot. We were actually looking for something that could be 
we, we've been here all week um, so that we could just settle in and be still because you you are doing some classes online and yeah. I had some uh, a big week with my um, NLP school and um, where I'm you know three hours a day on um, every day of the week kind of testing the skill sets yeah, and stuff yeah. so um, it's really hard to uh, do that sort of thing when we're up and moving every single day. Yeah. So we had And I just needed, I needed frame of mind. You needed frame of mind. So, so we decided to come here. I also needed the ocean. I just. You uh, needed a breather. It was, everything was kind of getting to you a little bit. So yeah, you needed the ocean air. I, you know, I, I like being up in the mountains, but it feels the most like going camping for the weekend. And so when you're there for a long time, it just feels I just get tired of being dirty. I just get tired. I don't get to take as many showers. And I just, yep. yeah, it's just uh, mentally a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, if I don't have things that are pressing on me that I have to do, and we just go there to have fun. I think it's a little bit different, but we've just had a lot that we're trying to work on. And I just, I don't know. I've been taking a shower every day here just because I can. <laughs> And, and uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing to be clean every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, and I just, I, I don't know. The ocean is in my soul and I just, yeah. I breathe different. I just feel like a different human um, when I'm down here. Plus it's so chilly today. Oh my gosh. It feels so good to be chilly. We've worn a sweatshirt on and off. Well, the rest of the world is on fire. Um, I know. I was saying that. No, 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 no. You know, figuratively, but there are are a lot of fires going on. Uh, Yeah, we're like wearing sweatshirts over here on the coast because it's just super chilly today, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's chilly, but it's, um, well, right now there's like a big mist that's come through, but the the beach has been absolutely beautiful Mm -hmm. and gosh it's such a workout getting to it though that i'm not yes. going as often i mean like my calves hurt i'm so you have to climb this little hill which you know we're out of shape so climbing any hill is not fun i'm sorry walking on the flat ground is not fun <laughs> but, these days <laughs> but this is a hill made entirely of deep very loose fine sand i mean it and feels so... amazing initially you're like oh my gosh this is the best sand but ever. by the time we get like all the not, way because you have to go up the over the, the berm <laughs> you have to like, go up and yeah. over and then drop back down to the ocean yeah and we're just like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with us and we can't yeah. tell ourselves well it's downhill all the way back but oh yeah we gotta go uphill <laughs> first to get the downhill yeah it's and then we get back and we wake up the next morning and our calves are burning and all that kind yeah. of stuff yes we are horribly out of shape for anybody well, out there just going you're just out of shape yes we, yes, are, we are horribly out of which shape. which is another thing there i just um I have I have neuroma issues. I have a lot of foot pain. Yeah. So um, part of coming here was I wanted to to get moving again. Yeah. But if I have to do that on real, um, you know, unstable ground, it yeah, just hurts a yep. lot. So yeah, this has been nice to just. So we decided right. to come and just kind of park here for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, We've been taking a walk every morning. Mm-hmm. Costs us a little bit because park you know parks always cost, God, but they yes. they come with you know, wonderful amenities and, you know, um, so yeah, there's, there's that. Um, but, uh, uh, as we have been, uh, doing our different, you know, very busy things that we're in right now, like you said, you're, you're doing your, you know, it's like your course 
testing or yeah, you know yeah. and so it's like the final part of of this one right um you know you just needed that real dedicated time and then and also like you know i i can't be in here when you're doing that cuz you really need focus and and that sort of thing and, and so, i'm on screen with yeah cuz you're on the client call. yeah yeah and so uh, i have set up our rooftop tent and i have dubbed it the man cave yeah. And uh, I go up there now on top of the Jeep and, you take and your I do wedge my pillow. courses. Yes, my wedge pillow <laughs> so I can sit up there. And I just, uh, and I do my own coursework. And because I, I haven't really talked about this yeah. much, but uh, but I am taking a, a coding course. And so um, I am, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm studying to become proficient in Python python code not, <laughs> not that i can say it it's because i need my nose squirts so <laughs> oh my uh so yeah um i am looking to uh to develop some uh some skills that i can skills that will make us money <laughs> yes. so we can keep skills doing this to pay the bills <laughs> yeah yeah God. so because uh my other things haven't you know gone so great so this is a surefire thing, <laughs> said the person right before they died. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, go um, morbid. No, I'm I was just saying like, money here. I know, but I, you know, yes, I, I'm just saying. You know, that's the you know that was that's my that's my hold my beer statement. You know, <laughs> so is yeah. that when I say this is definitely going to work? That's my yeah. Well, hey, Bubba, you've watch been this. in a difficult space since 2020. I have been. <laughs> it's been uh, different measures of reinventing yourself, fun and exciting, and sometimes like super creative and like I'm loving it, and other times like, what the fuck am I doing? And who am I? And I have nothing to offer the world. <laughs> All yeah. those crises, you know. So yeah, is that crises? 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 I don't know. Crises? <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Anyway, let's get off of that. So, <laughs> oh, well, there was some this is shut not, down. This is not Too this much. is not Casey's therapy hour. <laughs> <laughs> this is Casey's pretend like everything's okay with a drink hour, <laughs> which is most of our life. Which hour. is most of our life with a drink, pretending everything's okay. <laughs> and Jess uh, is over here. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And I'm like, yeah, but not that far. Here we go. <laughs> I'll just push it back up. <laughs> That's right. I can dodge that. So, uh, <laughs> but, but I, you know, it, it's been funny because as we have been traveling around the the well the washington coast now the oregon coast and you know and and you and you think like like oregon and washington are both pretty liberal states mm -hmm. now granted those the the liberal uh the, those uh the liberal voting block is heavily concentrated into portland and seattle epicenters you know? <laughs> and then outside of those you know you find that that it's actually pnw super conservative right yeah um and uh and, but you don't really think about it when you're on like when you're on the on the east side you really think that because every it's just everywhere and you're close to idaho and on all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and you know, but whenever I whenever I come west, you know, over here the coast and that kind of stuff, it's it always takes me back a little bit, like how conservative it it is, and 
and I think that, you know, we were talking about this the other day because, you know, as we're, as we're driving and as we're walking to the park here, one of the, one of the big things with, you know, how to, how to plant your flag as a conservative <laughs> is to literally plant a flag wherever you are. <laughs> and it's just like the amount of Trump flags and, and American flags. And, and again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the American flag, but I can pretty much guarantee that if somebody's got a flag hanging off their RV, they're probably a Trumper. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. It's it's just weird how it goes together. It's been really interesting as we travel through, we go through a lot of small towns as we as we drive and and to see um you know, you see homes all the time, you see uh, homesteads and different you know, ways that people are living, which is really fascinating. We went through one town where we're like, I don't think anybody lives here. And then we saw right. one person walking and we're like, okay, there's one person. <laughs> it's a town. Um, and I'm pretty sure they had a Trump flag though. I, I don't know, but um, <laughs> in the town, I mean, there was a Trump flag. I've in the seen town. a lot of go Brandon flags too. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, yeah. But, but what's interesting is that when we see these, they are, collected in the small rural um, communities right um, and but we also see them in any kind of RV park that we end up in state right. campground or right. otherwise and particularly in this one we were noticing I mean I think they were all together because they there was like three or four of them right next to each other that all had an American flag a go ducks flag <laughs> Um, uh, some kind of school, like college, yeah. Um, flag, but the size. Do you hear that? I do. Do you need to fix that? I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. It's uh, it just started happening and it's getting louder. Okay, maybe we should take a pause. Okay, and hold we'll come on back. to your story. We'll be right. We'll be right back, and and you should continue with that story. And we're back. Yeah. And no buzz. No, we just had some interference on cords. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, but we found it. It was kind of wild. That's never happened before. No, this is brand new equipment. So yeah. I was like, whoa. Where? Well, brand new a few months ago. <laughs> um, yeah. We've but... used a, a good amount since then. But yeah. anyway, you were saying. Oh, some of these <laughs> flagpoles yeah. are seriously huge. Like bigger than your cup. Like you have one of those red solo cups. Like yeah, like huge, huge flagpoles, and it's like, so where do you put that when you lug it around on your uh, RV? Not just, not just that. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to really understand the mindset. Um, it, it at first I want to say it's about patriotism, but I don't know that it is. Right, it's something you pull up to your campsite, and you make a conscious decision prior to ever coming 
to buying a really big flagpole that can be seen above the treetops. Like they go really high in the sky. One one rig had um on the hitch side of their trailer, it was this whole setup that had three flagpole holes so that three flags shot out <laughs> and each one had a different flag in it. Yeah. And um and I'm just thinking I'm trying to understand what the mindset is that going camping, going on vacation requires carrying not just one flag, but multiple flags with you and what the need is to display what you think. What do you hate the flag? (laughs) No. Somebody asked you that before. (laughs) Somebody asked me that before, but I will say this. There is something that has changed in the last um, two presidencies, the shift to what the flag actually, who it represents. And it's, and it's almost like this, the, somehow, let me put it this way. I felt like at, at the inauguration um, party celebration right. of Biden, that there was this like taking back of the American flag, like this, they brought it into the whole thing, this like very patriotic celebration that um, felt like prior to that, the American flag got really polarized with the conservative side. It could just be my, you know, reading into things or whatever. But when we travel around, um, we are seeing that next to these American flags are also very other very conservative mindset not even conservative I, I I think that that's too broad of a statement but very pro-Trump there's usually a go Biden I mean um not go Biden God. fuck Biden <laughs> fuck Biden yeah, go that, Brandon fuck Biden <laughs> right um or on the back of you know we've seen all kinds of stuff on the back of pickup trucks yep. with their flags on the back you know there's something this connection between the two. And I just, I have been working really hard to just kind of walk around and go, okay, what is this? What? Because I mean, I buy stickers of the places we go and I do have those (laughs) on the back of our trailer. Like here, we've been to this place. And, and so I go, okay, I'm doing something too. I'm putting, there's no doubt. It's a statement. There's no doubt that there's a, there's, it's don't a, tread on my flag, or I mean, don't I tread I, on me is the yeah. The I know, but I, we don't see that one as much. That one's a little, but yeah. It, I'm not trying to be unpatriotic here. I mean, that is not my conversation. No, 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 there's no, no, just no. some correlation. Uh, but I do think there's something specifically that did happen, um, that that did bring up the uh, a, a different association with the flag, um, and and it really came about in Trump's campaign, you know, leading up to his presidency when his whole thing was, we're going to take this country back. We're going to make America great again. And Mm -hmm. so, because when you say, well, take it back from whom, you know, (laughs) or make it great again, you know, the things that got brought up were that, um, you know, we, we're going to we're going to make it great again by bringing old jobs back. And so it's the it's coal, you know, we're going to bring that back so that you mm-hmm. can go you can keep working in the mine cuz 
your job's been taken from you. It's oil drilling because, you know, we've been, you know, hobbling you from making money at your job of oil drilling. Uh, it's the getting rid of uh, all the illegal immigrants that are here because, you know, and again, not not exaggerating, they don't send us their best, they send us their worst. And so right. we're going to get rid of them because they've infiltrated our country. And all the woke people, um, you know, that that want to say you can't use words like, and I'm not going to repeat, you know, mm-hmm. whatever right. words you can't, but there's a whole list of, you know, right. words that, that are not politically correct anymore. And we're going to take our country back so that we can, we don't have to be woke anymore. And, and what all that got associated with was patriotism. Because if you love the, these people that are, that are changing our country, these people that are giving away our country to immigrants who are giving away our jobs and outsourcing, they don't love our country. And so if you love our country, if you're a Mm. patriot, then, you know, we're going to, we're going to take this country back. We're going to make America great again. And it fucking resonated. I mean, because there are a lot of people who don't want America to grow and um, evolve or expand and evolve, or, expand yeah. because that evolution and that expansion is scary to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that evolution and expansion means they 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 might have to rethink some things, and mm-hmm. they're unwilling to do that. They're unwilling to give up their opinions, and you know, um, it might mean that we have to become uh more uh more embracing of of helping the idea of helping each other out and and you know that sort of thing all all those kinds of things are things that that uh that i would say that the trump era conservative um in particular you could say conservatives period but the trump era conservatives are really you're fucking yawning again you're doing it again i'm drinking wine you can't do this two podcasts in a row you gotta ignore it it's it's a it's what happens when i'm chilly and i'm chilly okay maybe there's some science there we need some science scientist some science person some science nerd to get a hold of us and say, this is why Jess yawns when you're speaking. <laughs> I, I probably need, need my nose spray. <laughs> Your nose squirts. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't say right. <laughs> anyway, uh, but that's I, I just think that's a that's a big part of it. And and so there is this. But but what it what it brought about, which is so wild to me. Is that like Trump became the battle cry um, for these "quote unquote" disenfranchised conservatives who felt like they were they were being shoved out for a new generation of woke, immigrant-loving, earth-loving, mm-hmm. <laughs> liberal socialists. You know? Yeah, um, and uh, and here it is. 2022 and we are a solid two years after well you know not a solid two years we're a solid year and a half plus Mm -hmm. into trump having lost 
the presidential election and they are still waving that waving his flag make america great again freaks me out and i'm like and i'm like he <laughs> do they not understand though like okay so this is shifting no okay first of all no other president has done that that i that i am aware of no other president has garnered that kind of like rabid even loyalism. in the midst of an FBI raid. Like yeah, enough so that as soon as something some again because Trump was the law and order president, self-proclaimed law and order president. Mm -hmm. And so um you know, we're going to we're going to back the blue, we're going to support our law enforcement, we're going to do it. And as soon as the FBI <laughs> investigates him, it's like defund the FBI. Defund the FBI. Down with the FBI. Down with these these guys. It's like, it, you know, okay. It, there's nothing. There's nothing that actually. There is no. Uh, there is no plumb line. There is no uh, scale of truth. It's all just well. Whatever, whatever applies to us today. Whatever, whatever tickles our fancy today. <laughs> well, so anyway, it, it kind of makes me think. Um, you and I were talking about this just a little bit. We kind of stop our conversations when we start to have say something that might be savable for the podcast right, right, episode. Right. But um, one of the things that you know I'm currently studying are value values levels, or also known as spiral dynamics. And, um, and in that, there are these different levels. Levels is kind of a... There's memes. These, they're containers. They're the, memes. Yeah. yeah. Um, where uh, we shift between these different values systems. And these different value systems, um, socially and individually, um, kind of tell us a lot about how we operate, um, what's important to us. And so if you have spent any time, just, just Google spiral dynamics, you'll see little images come it's up. Fascinating. It's fascinating. Stuff. Absolutely fascinating. It's a total rabbit hole. You'll get sucked in and yes. you'll read every book on it. Yeah. Um, but one of the values levels, um, it starts with like survival. So when you, uh, like a baby, yeah. the, the value there is to stay alive, right? Right. And then you move through these different values levels based on, you know, some of it's individual, some of it's communal. Um, but you get to the fourth value level. If if the first value level was, um, it's the smallest on the spiral, um, is survival, then the fourth one up is law and order. And this is a level which contains... Happens to be blue. <laughs> happens to be blue. Um, but it, it, it contains... Um, certain things that are uh, signified by valuing right. law, order, systems. You know, this is this is the highest value in which that level functions, right? Yeah. And, and the reason that it functions uh, or that this value is, uh, is held um, are for things like safety. And um, there's a need to feel... To feel safe from this protected. level. Protected. Protected. Yeah. Like there are expectations. Like we have expectations. Yeah. And in order to be a well-functioning society, you have to follow the expectations. Mm -hmm. If you don't follow the expectations, then you're punished. Right. And and 
then the values go up to currently they're at level eight um, with new values levels being discovered discovered and expanded on as we evolve as humans. And, um, and this is something that's uh, bought in by psychology um, and sociology across the board. Yeah. 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 So it's not, it's not just like one person it's embraced by a a lot of different. um, Yeah. Different takes on it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, what's interesting about what sits within that particular value level and it would be fascinating just to walk through all of them, but but just for this one, the things that sit within there are two things that just struck me the other day when we were on our walk. One of them is religion. This yeah. is where religion sits um, when the value there's a high value for uh, religion and its practices. The Rules. E- yeah, <laughs> and the other is sports. Like sports teams, getting behind them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like being a bit fanatical or loyal to a particular team. Um, and and I thought about that when we saw these flags because I'm sitting here seeing, um, oh, and our politics, our, um, you know, this, the the order of what we believe in needing to, you know, to find a camp and it's a social setup and all of that. All the things that say, this is who I am and this is who you are. So we belong in a society society together together. and we know what to expect of one another. It's safe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so as I'm walking around and I'm seeing the displays of flags, it's rare that I see just an American flag. There's usually some other flag. There's usually a sports team or and or a college flag or um, something like a go Brandon or, you know, something that is saying I I am part of this tribe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so I thought, wow, you know, if I if I step back and walk away from the flags for a little minute for a minute, then and I think about religion because that's something I do have experience with. and going, yeah, because it's really safe to know what all the rules are, even if all of those rules have a ceiling and I can only go this high. I know what my box is. I know what the parameters are and right. I can move around within that. And so if safety is a high value for me, then I don't need to break out of the box, right? I don't need to move outside of that. No, because in fact... That could be very dangerous. That could be very scary. We don't know what's on the other side. Because it's not safe out there. And also, it usually um, is to step out of that small or out of that box and its parameters usually means we're doing something alone instead of within our tribe. Right. 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 So we either have to find a like tribe. A new tribe. A new yeah. tribe, or we, it's more of a lateral move rather than an up and down move, right? And um, so I've been thinking a lot about that as we as we go around and this need to display flags. This is the only thing I can come back to, is that the value to be known for what tribe I associate with, whether it's Go Ducks or Go Brandon. <laughs> Knowing what I associate with and making sure that you know where I sit, we're going to connect or we're, 
or we're going to keep you away. We're going to keep the threat away. Right. So it's one or the other. And that's all I can come up with. Yeah. And, and so it was really, it's really interesting because the other levels, um, you know, five, six, I think that's four. Yeah. Five, six, they, uh, are about expanding the value outside of rules and order and, um, the importance of, um, tribes. So, um, it's well, not yeah, that they're I mean, not communal, but no, it's... no, no. But specifically, the community, the community becomes much larger, mm-hmm. um, and much larger, much more inclusive. Um, it becomes more, you know, global centric rather than, you know, state, mm-hmm. city, family centric kind of thing. Right. So I don't know. That's that's where I end up landing with it, and I just don't. Yeah. I don't resonate with with that as a, as a value for me. We used um, to. We used to. Um, but it got, and, and what happened when we moved out of that value level, it got lonelier mm-hmm. um, for a period of time. Um, it got more collective of other types of people than what we were used to. But, um, but initially, there's this big leap to, um, hey, this feels a bit dangerous. This feels right. a bit scary. To, um, to move out of the parameters of that box and to experience something else, to think differently, to say rules aren't the only way that we can have um, community, functioning society, um, and even maybe better society, better community. Sure. You know, I mean, they're stepping out of that um, allowed us to kind of embrace more. Now, one of the things that they say about these value levels is that sometimes when you make, and it's pretty gradual, it's not one of these big, always these big leaps, but once you start to move into another values level um, and value something else, you tend to look back on the previous level with a little bit of disdain. Right. And like, <laughs> you're so small for having that value, right? You know, you just came out of it yourself. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. But Which is me to a T. <laughs> <laughs> really, and I'm not, I laugh about that, but I'm like, no, I recognize that like like crazy. And the, <laughs> and the goal isn't about any kind of hierarchy or anything being better because no. all it takes is, you know, we go into a, um, a what you, not a chronic, um, a, a devastating diagnosis that a terminal diagnosis we move back to this value level of survival and we get really simplistic about what it means yeah. to yeah. stay alive right yeah. and sometimes that's extremely refreshing right where we're just back to the, this where it's just it's so much more simple simple right yeah. so i know what to expect here yeah. Yeah. And all, my only priority, my only thought, my only value but, is stay alive. But we can do that because, again, these the the thing with spiral dynamics or value systems is that they're not uh, they're not upwardly mobile, so they're mm-hmm. not hierarchical. Right. They're uh, they're expansive, and so right. every one of these containers or memes mm-hmm. is uh, is grows and contains everything that came before it. Right. So, so I've never, if I'm, you know, if I start off as, you know, 
as a as a baby at one survival, you know, or the beige survival or whatever, what, however right. you want to refer to it. But now I'm at enlightened green and where I am the one with the universe and so on. <laughs> I still have one beige in there because it's part of, I mean, right. it, because you don't, you don't grow out of those things. Now, you cannot move forward into a new, uh, a new container, a new value system. You can do that. You can halt your going forward, but you can never get rid of an old container. You just no. you you just learn to live, at incorporating all of that in, um, in a which is part of what maturing is, right? Is right. that you take your life experiences, those things that you, um, and you say, hey, I may not I may not think that same way anymore. I may not uh, approach life or look at life in the same way, but those things have helped make me who I am today, which is a, a similar kind of thing. Yeah. Um. One of the diagrams that I have seen moves away from this almost three-dimensional look of an actual spiral. It looks almost like a ice cream cone. Yeah. It gets small at the bottom and gets bigger at the top, and then these, these colors sort of evolve into the next color. But with that visual comes the idea that there's hierarchy. Yeah, that I'm, I'm above you now. Right, <laughs> that I moved up, and we yes. have this we have this thing, especially here in Ascension. America, with hierarchy. Yes. So, uh, so one of the ones that I saw was kind of this flattened version of it, where the center is the level one, the beige, and it's the smallest circle, and then it it's a bigger circle outside of that, almost like what you were describing. It it's part of it. It's encased. Yeah. Here's the tricky part. This is what I was recently challenged with with values levels. Um, with spiral dynamics is that you and I have experienced at our 40-ish years um, <laughs> that we do view a lot of things in the world differently than two groups of people. The ones who came before us and the ones who come after us. <laughs> so, so we struggle, right? Yeah. And, and I think most people would connect with that. Yeah. But a lot of people of your and I's generation really struggle with the millennials because there's such a different mindset that we don't get it. We don't get how you think right. like that, right? right? And so where we really have felt it has been in workplaces. And we work a certain way and we sort of have this expectation that a pre-assumed expectation that everyone's going to work like that, right? right? But then we start working with millennials and we realize they don't work like that. They don't even work if they don't have to. Like <laughs> They don't want to. <laughs> and so I, Who I says was... says it have to anymore? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And I, and I, and this was one of those where I just, as I trained people, this is not a bashing on. No, 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 no. I, it, 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 there is redemption here. Yeah. But as I have been in positions of training people, um, who are millennials, um, I've really struggled because if they don't want to do something, they just say, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, it's the job and you were hired and. This is what you get paid for. You're supposed to do what you're told, right? So. Yes, you law and order queen. You. Exactly. Okay. So my point being that you and I were born in to a certain value system. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So yes, we go through this survival. 
we, um, you know, we're a baby. We, you know, we kind of work our ways up as an individual, but on a social level, societal, yeah, we were born into this fourth level. Um, it's actually called a hierarchy and rules. Yeah. So I was wrong, law and order, but no, no, no. But, it, but it's the same. Yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, that's yes. Anyway. Anyway, so we operate from the very core of our development as children that the value is hard work, right? Yes. So when somebody like Trump enters the arena of politics right. and he says hard working coal miners, farmers, you know, and he he appeals to <laughs> right. our generation who says hard work matters. Here's the funny thing about hard work. It got us somewhere when we were kids, when our parents were doing hard work. Right. It actually resulted in pay raises or movement through a ladder or more money from your um, business. Security. Yeah. yeah, right? That isn't how the world operates now. I'm finding that with my business. I am constantly up against this programmed idea that hard work Equals put more success. effort than it was, this right. will work. Right. Yeah. So I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. So you and I are born into this. And as much as we think we evolve into different values levels, and I think for the most part we do uh, um, operate from different value systems. Sure. But we still clash with parts of what we were born into. So the millennials were not born into a society operating by hierarchy and rules. They were born to you and I, and we were emerging out of that yeah. and moving into a new values level. The value level that they were born into was the next one, which is five or orange or achievement. Yeah. So the world becomes a playground of achievement, materialism, abundance, and personal freedom. It's a very individual level. We go every, all the odd numbers are represent an individual uh, mindset where yeah. the even numbers are communal, right? Yeah. Which that's a, I mean, that's, that's one of, that's, that's a, uh, one of the things about like pendulum shift or shifts is that they, is you go from one extreme in one generation to another extreme, then right. back to another extreme, back to another extreme. That's kind of, and I say extreme, not necessarily in that it's crazy or bad, right. just that it's, it's opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let me just go a, a step. You want to, me to not be no, 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 no. I just want to. I just want to finish what I'm saying because I actually have a point here. So another a part of this value in this level is the goal is to analyze and strategize to prosper. It can end up stepping on others' toes to achieve if done in an unhealthy way, and we become prone to burnout if the drive isn't sustainable also known as materialistic or strive drive. So this particular level is, is a value on individual prosperity, right? So when you talk about being in the workplace with someone who says it's very tribal, it's very uh, rules, this is how it's done, and you have somebody else that's working with you that says, this isn't benefiting me, so I've either got to move on or I'm going to figure out how 
I make this particular situation prosper for me, not necessarily for the whole, right? It's not that it's bad. We've got millennials who are doing crazy, amazing things that I'm like, how do they think like that? I, I don't think like that, right? Right. So if they're born into a society at this value level, then when you said you bring all those other ones with you, they don't necessarily bring all of it. They don't operate their core, like childhood core value system from the same one that you and I did. So we have this, like, I think socially right now, we're having this this clash of what we value as America. Um, and as someone who no longer necessarily sits in hierarchy and rules, I feel it's... Um, influence on me and how I think all the time and so how how do I keep moving forward and evolving and expanding my humanity without getting stuck where I can't connect with the rest of society pretty soon the rest of society is not going to be you and me it's going to be orange achievement or even green group and cause it's going to be something else and the next generation is going to be birthed into even another um, values level so when trump says let's make america great again he's asking he's calling our generation to embrace and to hold on to a value a dying values level a level that is going to be overcome by the majority at some point. And it works right now, but to me the hope is is that we move beyond that, that we aren't about pro-police at all cost, of the cost of humans, at the cost of being human, that we aren't pro-military at the cost of just protecting and saying staying safe. We have to be more than that, right? And the next generation coming up is asking for more than than this. So that's where I land with flags. That's where I land with <laughs> is there's a bit of there's a bit of hope for me in saying it may not happen with you and I and in, in the forty somethings. Um, I think there's a lot of us that are, are that are moving and evolving and saying this doesn't work. We're kind of stuck in that sandwich space. Um, but I think that um, we have a younger generation who's who's moving through our society, seeing things so differently, and they're like, guys, the world doesn't work like that anymore. We can we can actually prosper and care about people. We can actually remove capitalism and we all win there's just a whole different um you know like mentality but i think right now we're just we're in the trenches clashing against each other you can talk <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> oh my gosh i actually got a book out and everything i know it's like you were prepared or something no it just happens to be sitting there from my last class but yeah 
No, I I I love that. I, yeah, no, you I, checked out. I could see your eyes glaze over at one point. No, I was not yawning. <gasps> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it, it, I think it's. Uh, I think we see the the signs all around us, um, and and I think if we're, you know, this. I mean, this is part of been you know, part of what we've been talking about lately is mm-hmm. what is it that is so part of this the polarization? The polarization is. I mean, the polarization has always existed. There's always polarization that exists, you know. But I think uh, it's it's really front and center right now because mm-hmm. i think we're we're in a significant uh sociological change right yeah, now yeah i think so in in values and so the uh like when you whenever you go through a, a massive shift like this then you will you'll lose some people mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll uh you will anger some people you will i mean you know all the things yeah um, and so but yeah, I just thought, uh, yeah, as we were talking, that was, that's been a big part of our conversation lately. As it's just noticing, like, as we're traveling around, yeah. just like, yeah, this isn't. Just... You kind of get used to what what you live in all the time yeah. and how to operate and who your community is within whatever yeah. place you live. But as we travel, we're just. I feel like we're just kind of smacked in the face yeah. with the differences and the variety of. Um, you know, ways of life. Yeah, um, for sure. The diversity. For sure, yeah. Uh, so do you have a... Oh, I hit the button and nothing happened. It did happen. We just did it twice. Stories. I can't hear it. It's happening. It's happening right now. Yeah, it's done. Why am I not hearing this? Now you're going to listen to it and you're going to hear this start and then stop and then start. <laughs> it's not in my headphones. Well, it was in mine. What the hell? It was in mine, so we'll assume. It do you have a road of... story, <laughs> or do you want me to go first with mine? You go first with yours. So this isn't like a like. This is definitely not a a, a normal Casey bitching about something road story. <laughs> this isn't even like a necessarily a su- like a funny or or even super entertaining road story. It's just something I witnessed, and I've been. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. But yet I'm not doing anything about it either. Yeah. <laughs> but it kind of goes a little bit along with everything we've been talking about. But this is the road story of the lonesome cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could have gotten a picture. I know. So uh, we're we're sitting here in the in the state park, you know, and there's you know campers all around us. I mean, all they're they're very mm-hmm. full here. Okay, all the spots are are pretty much full, and and. Uh, so the space right across from us was a bit empty. Well, it was empty, not a bit empty. It was empty. And then this uh, this truck pulls in and pulls out their tent and, and all it's that like kind of stuff. It's like a Toyota Tundra or Tacoma. Tacoma, yeah. And uh, uh, they had, a, <laughs> they had a, a husky, which, you know, immediately kind of got my attention. But then... He like throws up this amazing tent. Like I've I've never seen a tent like this before. Yeah, but it's, it's all one of those um, silver. silver and it's yeah. like panels, and he like it looks like a, an igloo. Yeah, that's made out of aluminum foil. Yeah, I mean the the thing is yeah. like fucking awesome, you know. And he's out and he's setting it up and and all this kind of stuff and and then you know and I'm just kind of like paying attention and you know kind of watching because I'm I'm super fascinated by this tent and and of course like his dog and you know all that kind of stuff and. 
And then uh, at some point he uh, he pulls out um, he pulls out a, a camp chair. And I'm like, you're nothing weird about that. And then he pulls out a second camp chair and he sets them both up. And then uh, you know, and then he's he's done setting everything up. And he goes and sits in one of the camp chairs, and the other camp chairs sitting there empty. And I and I keep waiting for someone else, and it dawns on me after I mean a while of him being days, there. Yeah. There is no one else. Yeah, just the husky. <laughs> and the husky is not in the chair. No. <laughs> the husky is on the ground like a normal dog. This guy just is set up camp by himself. Two chairs. With two chairs. And he just sits there with the empty chair sitting next to him. And, and why do you call him a cowboy? Well, because the next morning he we saw him. We were up taking our walk and we saw him get up and come out of his tent to take his dog to, to go to the bathroom. And he's in, you know, T-shirt and shorts and his cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, so I'm like, well, that's a cowboy. Because <laughs> a cowboy, well, you you just wear your boots. You know, it doesn't matter if you're in shorts. It doesn't matter if you're in pants. It doesn't matter if you're in a skirt. You wear your you wear your boots. You know, and uh, and so I'm I'm kind of like back and forth between this thing of like it's kind of funny, and then at the same time I'm like, should I be sad? Is there? And then I'm curious because there's is there's something else going on you know i've decided um, it's one of two things <laughs> what's that he's either honoring someone who has passed that means something to him and so he's That's super sad i know or <laughs> it's for jesus or it's for jesus <laughs> he sets up a space for jesus okay so so there's one more little component to this too which is just again isn't bad it's just today it's weird is that most of the time, like I keep an eye on this guy. On the, From your on man the, cave? On the lonesome cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and as he's, most of the time, as he is sitting there in his chair with his empty chair sitting beside him, he's not like looking at a phone. No. He's not reading a book. He's just kind of sitting there staring. And the, okay, now, this might be... He's unplugging, babe. This might be a little ageism right here. But, like, if it was, like, a really old man, I would understand that. I mean, that's just kind of, like, you get that picture of sitting on the yeah, porch yeah. and just staring and, you know, all lost to their thoughts, all yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. But this guy's probably in, like, his, you know, late 20s, early 30s. You know, he's a younger guy. And he just sits there and he just, like, stares ahead of him. And, and like, and I'm like... See, one of my theories. What the still fuck works. is going on with this guy? <laughs> yeah. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the fact that he's on a the fact. Did you just say you're gonna go with the fact? Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> go with the fact that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm that gonna go with the work. theory. The th okay. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for fixing that. I'm gonna go with the theory <laughs> that he is on a solo. Um, what do you call it? What do you, uh, pilgrimage? Yeah, to w work through his grief of losing someone, and he's honoring that someone with the space that he's Jesus, holding. That's, that's I, very that's sad. Just, that's I can't my go theory. there. You know what you could do? I have to go. No, no, I'm not going <laughs> to talk to him. <laughs> Don't. 
you can't make me. <laughs> Can we place a bet on whether you will before he leaves uh, or we leave? No, because listen. You could offer him a cup it of would, coffee. It would destroy my my research. <laughs> <laughs> you almost spit your wine No, out. it almost went up my nose. <laughs> it would destroy it because I would, uh, you know... I would I would fuck with the ecosystem that's happening here. He I, waved at us when we came back after having. No, he did to, not. Yes, he did. I waved back. Oh, you've already ruined it. You've <laughs> no. already upset I'm the sorry. experiment. He was staring. <laughs> well, because because this is the other thing I noticed about it too. Like, the, in the, like I, I've seen him like have conversations with other people. He seems very eager to have conversations yeah, with yeah, other yeah. people. Yeah. And, and this guy was normal. This guy was skateboarding like longboarding down the the road in between us here and i and he like yells out at him hey is that da -da -da on your shirt and the guy just keeps going because oh. no because that's what you do you don't just stop for random strangers fucking yelling at you while Why? you're skateboarding because that's you don't do that <laughs> that's the Casey that's Travis. a rule <laughs> that's the that's one of the blue rules of of my spiral dynamics is you don't mess with somebody when they're when they're Already engaged in something. Anyway, so and so he yells at him a second time. Hey, is that such and such on your shirt? Casey. And so he needs humans. So the guy like to be human. the guy stops and he's like, You mean that? And the guy's like, Yeah. And he's like, You know about this? He's like, Oh yeah, da, da, da. and he like walks back to him. And there's like this real like the guy is totally awkward with him. And then he's like, Okay, gotta go. And he like takes again so again like i said i don't like there's part of it that's a little funny to me there's part of it that's a little sad to me and there's a part there's a big part of it that's just a mystery like what is going you could on solve this mystery no in because one conversation i don't want to know i want to <laughs> think about it i want to have my own ideas oh my gosh i want to i want to have a, a fantasy playing in my oh head my that's oh my like gosh. Ooh, Who really? Am I married to. He's actually an alien, and this is because it's an alien-looking tent, and he's from another dimension, or he's a time traveler, and he. <laughs> oh my god! These are the things that that go through. Yeah. My head. So, mm. what's your road story? Okay, so we got to this park for the first time. Yeah. And I was on a call, um, in one of my classes. Yeah. And um, so I couldn't jump off, so I stayed in the jeep. Um, with my little setup there where I have my phone, I can do my Zoom call yes, and I'm yes. having this conversation. That's right, that's right. And deep in, you know, class time. And, I, you know, I'm just kind of like subconsciously watching vehicles and people pass. And I see this motorhome pass by. And for some reason, I clued in on the look of the motorhome and the person driving. Because it was sleek, it was kind of, it was like, yeah. it looked pretty new. I, yeah. yeah, I think so. But for whatever reason, it, it triggered my um, mm -hmm. interest or memory or something. Yeah. And then, you know, like 30 seconds later, I see it pass by me again. Same guy, same rig. And I'm like, I had one of those Matrix moments. That was like, a glitch, it's a glitch in, the, in the system. And a glitch in the matrix because yeah. you cannot drive around this park in 30, 30 seconds. seconds. No, it would take you it was very quick. five minutes to drive around this park. Yeah. It's big. I think the whole loop is just under a mile. Yeah. And um, so I'm like, 
whoa. And I, I totally lose track of my class and I'm looking out and I'm like, wait a minute, there's two of them. Wait, but that's the same person. It like, was what? the same person driving. And then later we went for a walk and I'm like, they're parked right next to each other. I said, Casey, they're twins. <laughs> they bought the same rig, identical rigs, and they parked next to each other. They're twins. They were. They're twins. They they bought these rigs. But for a moment, for the, it was a for glitch a moment. in the matrix. And I, I'm telling you, the mind fuck I went through for just, you know, like five minutes. <laughs> Deja vu. I was like, whoa, what's going on? This this stuff right. I'm learning is really like, ooh. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You were you really stepped out of time, yeah, right? I did then. Step out of time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Twice. So well, anyway, oh, I hear it now. <gasps> I realized what the problem was. I realized what the problem was. So yeah, you gotta stop talking over your awesome little music. There. No, that's just, it's that's what it's there for. So yeah. I want people to know I'm not doing it live. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, where are we gonna be next week? I have no idea. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that. No, we're so we, deep in what we're, we're doing right we now. We just yeah. gotta we just gotta get through I, I got yeah. through my hardest day of the week. Yeah. Um super proud of myself. Um yeah. it was awesome. I I actually took someone through a hypnotic induction today. Um sweet. Obliterated their issue. It was amazing. <laughs> um I'm I'm feeling feeling pretty high on life right now. Um Feeling That's pretty good. accomplished. Um, let's see. Uh, we're, I will say, we're watching the, the weather, weather. Yeah. And because we are missing the little dude a lot. Oh my gosh, yeah. We're missing him. So it's been it's been close to a month now that we've been away from yeah, him. Yeah, he's having a hard time too. If, when I get on the yeah. FaceTime with him, he's um, he usually he cries emotional. if I say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so we're, we're kind of jonesing it back there, but we really have to watch. I mean, the, the temps have still been over, you know, or pushing a hundred or over. Well, and we're just, even. and honestly, every time we go back to Spokane, we just really struggle with where we stay because yeah. it costs us money to stay in Spokane. Yeah. So, um, but, um, then we're also planning on spending some time in the Vancouver, Portland area while I'm doing these courses. Cause a friend of mine and I, Mark, um, and I are doing these courses together mm -hmm. and so um you know there's you know we want to be in the, the same spots so we can actually right now we're doing it kind of online it, it's well working, and you have a mentor in uh, for all of this in mcminnville yep and uh kevin kevin markley <laughs> yeah, he, he may not know he's my mentor but he is <laughs> <laughs> yes um, and uh yeah. yeah and to to how to you know what to look at next and all that kind of stuff so anyway we're we're intending on spending a little bit of time there you know if if everything all continues to work out you know um that will take us pretty much to you know late fall um mm -hmm. and then it'll be time to to start thinking about seriously south. heading south so yeah because we can't do winter so yeah um and we've talked about um going down the coast of california taking our time taking our time but ending up in the baja of mexico yeah. And kind of wintering the months down there. I've been yeah. looking at the weather down there, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Let's go now." <laughs> well, no, let's not go now. It's hot there right now. But um, right. So, but honestly, the biggest struggle I'm having um, with all of this and looking at winter and stuff is, you know, 
being away from so far away from our girls and yeah. Asher. Yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. I know. For me. I know. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna have to, you know, we got some stuff to figure out. But as far as next week is concerned, we have no fucking idea yet. No. But um, but it'll be somewhere. We'll be coming to you from somewhere. From so. somewhere. <laughs> we might be coming to you from your front yard. I mean, who <laughs> yes. knows? We might, we might just, just pull up we and might say, just, yes. And hey. we are speaking to you right now. So right. just be ready. Be ready. <laughs> yeah. If you live in an apartment, then you might need to tell us where we can park. Right. Find a friend for That's us. Right. Uh, but for now, it's, you know, way past dinner time and I'm real hungry. So... Yeah. Wrap this the up. eyes are glazed and yeah. you are checked out. No, I'm not checked out. I know, I know. It's just time I, to eat. That's I, all that it I, is. It's just the same thing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fine. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Mm-hmm.